0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Happy Hamster Corner. I am your host, Holly, and this is a podcast about hamsters, adorable animals, collaborations, fun stories, things like that. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm super excited for the collaboration I have for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy Ellie from Luna, and Rocky. She gave some awesome tips on how to set up your hamster's enclosure. So I hope you guys all enjoy that collaboration. Thank you so much, Ellie, for taking the time to talk with me. It was super fun and enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to, of course, another episode of, of course, the Happy Hamster Corner. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm here with a special guest i have ellie from luna and rocky thank you so much for being here thank you you for
1: having me of course
0: do you want to say hi to the hamster community
1: hi everybody it's ellie from luna and rocky (laughs) thank you for having me
0: (laughs) of course we are excited to have you on i appreciate your time and having you come on and chat with everybody so we had talked a little bit about chatting and talking about hamster Mm. care and setups I did want to talk to you (laughs) about your setups because your yeah setups are awesome and I thank you so much yeah you're welcome I feel like some people in the hamster community especially if they're just starting out they're fresh they're new to all of this they look Mm. at somebody like your Instagram or you know there's tons of ones out there
1: Mm, with so many great ones
0: (laughs) so much cool stuff in their enclosure and they're like how do I get from where I am to there I know because I've been yeah Um, Um, oh my gosh me too (laughs) yeah so how is your process for that like how do you go about doing your setups
1: so like you just said I guess I use lots of other people as inspiration as well there's so many good accounts on Instagram And really, Instagram is the main place that I learn everything. Like I started out with a really small cage from pets at home and I didn't really know the first thing about, I suppose, a natural setup, which is what I try and aim for now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess the things that I've learned, it's just finding all the new places really to source things. I think that's a massive thing for a lot of people is they don't know where or what to get. Yeah. I definitely didn't to start with. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah because you're like where do I get something like that
1: exactly yeah and I get things from all over the place as well so it's sort of knowing what to get from where that just builds up over time I guess that knowledge Mm -hmm. and I guess sharing it so massive turning point for me with my setups was when I found Getzu oh
0: okay I haven't heard of that one
1: Oh yeah, there is such a great website. It's a German site, I think it's German. I hope it is. Now that I've said that, <laughs> but they do ship to the UK and they do ship to quite a lot of countries, and oh, okay. they have so many natural items. That's really helped. Like uh, my wheels are from there, my sand bath, my multi chamber hides, and a lot of the sprays as well that you can't get in the UK are from there. <laughs> oh okay. So yeah, that's a massive one for me, and I include like their stuff in all my setups. They're really, really great. And I would definitely recommend them. If they do ship to your country, it's definitely worth having a look at.
0: (laughs) Okay. Everybody, it'll be in the show notes and I'll, you know, tag them on Instagram if you send me the Instagram link. Just so that you can go ahead and check it out. Awesome. Thank you for the great resource. That is so cool. So what is kind of the next step? You get all this stuff, more like natural looking things from there. Um, How do you go about actually setting that up in the enclosure?
1: I always start with the multi-chamber hide. That's like my first thing. I suppose okay. that's where the hamster's going to spend a lot of their time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's it's good true. to get that, <laughs> to get that placed. And I don't, for me, I always put them in the corners. I find that hamsters tend to sleep in corners more often. Mm-hmm. So I'll, put it in a corner of the cage normally the back corner because I find some just for me they do feel safer at the back so they tend to sleep at the back I would love for them to sleep at the front so I could see them yeah <laughs> they <But laughs> choose not to <laughs> yeah
0: we can't have everything <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> so I normally put those in first and then I'll go with like my wheel and my sand bath sort of like I suppose what you class as the more essential items. hmm And like the biggest items. They're the things I always do first. And once they're in place, I find that you can almost have a bit more fun with everything else. So once I've got those in, I'll put in I've actually been putting in platforms because I've now expanded sort of like the burrowing area, I suppose, so that everything's on one level. So I've got the heavier items on the platforms. So I'll I'll do that first. I'll place those where I know I want to put some of the heavier items. And then I'll just work on putting those in where I want them. And it is kind of hard to envision it before it's all done. I just, okay. you just have to play, play around with it, I think. Like hmm. you've got all your tunnels, your tubes, your hides.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I think it's just about playing around and seeing what you think works.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Just kind of having having fun with it, you know, moving things around, seeing what works yeah. what doesn't work
1: definitely and um a good post that you know activity is that how you say it i hope i
0: believe so yeah it's yeah, an yeah. account on
1: instagram yeah they did a really great post about how they set up their cages and i thought it was really good and they pointed out to try and make sure you always you don't have dead ends and that's something that i try and do i make sure sort of there's always a way to get through so that it's i suppose not wasted space essentially mm-hmm. so make sure like your humps, they can get through the tunnels if they've got different entrances and exits so that there's not just anywhere that they could just stop and there's nowhere to go from there I'd say that's a good tip that I learned from them that I hadn't thought of so they get yeah. always learning
0: <laughs> exactly you're always learning always growing which I always say this on this podcast is mm. we're all learning and growing here absolutely you know? it's what you what you change and what you adjust from that you know yeah. if you start out with bad care it's how you learn and grow and I develop uh, yeah and that.
1: I agree that so much it's not about where you are I think it's about what you learn from where you are and mm-hmm. how you take that forward like everyone starts somewhere <laughs> that's what I always say
0: yeah exactly exactly yeah did you have anything else to add about that
1: um I was just gonna go on to say about bedding because I forgot to mention that you have to add in bedding <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, Quite yes, important. of course.
0: Important. Yeah. Important, so, important, important.
1: Yeah. Bedding. Make sure you <laughs> have some you new bedding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: I normally put that in after the platforms are in, before I arrange sort of the accessories. And then I put the bedding in and like compress it down and stuff to make sure that that's all the way up to the platform so they have as much as as much as possible
0: (laughs) yeah and and also like if you compress it down it does hold the burrows a lot better yeah
1: and
0: And that's something that I learned
1: as well Exactly. Yeah. Like when I first had the Linman, I didn't know I had to press it the bedding down. If anything, I think I remember mm-hmm. trying to fluff it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did that with Petra too in the very beginning. Yeah. I would fluff it up for her. Yeah.
1: Same with me and
0: Luna. And then I realized like, oh no, you're supposed to you're supposed mm. to press it down. Yeah. And kind of compact it better. So. Yeah, I'm
1: the same. I don't know who I learned that from, but I'm sure that was on Instagram as well.
0: Yeah, I can't remember where I learned that. It was a while no. back, but yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's definitely a big one. <laughs> and something really interesting that I learned, actually, and mm-hmm. again, I can't remember who this is from, I feel really bad about it. But she did sort of like a study on it. And it was about how long to leave the bedding before you put your hamster back in. And it was about the time that the, it takes for the dust to settle. Oh, yeah. And it was really interesting. And I'll try and find it if I can. But I okay, think the, yeah. it was something like the optimum time was seven minutes. So obviously, it if you're setting it up, it's going to take you more than seven minutes anyway. But if you just sort of do like a spot change and you go into the burrow, I always try and leave it after I put new bedding in seven minutes at least before I put Lena back in.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, That's it's a just, great tip. I haven't heard of that, but it yeah. makes sense because, you know, you're wrestling around and putting the exactly bedding yeah. in there and everything. and It has to take time for it to settle mm. down. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll try and find the study that she did, but it, that was okay. really interesting for me so yeah that's so interesting tip that I've not really seen shared massively yeah I haven't heard of that one yet either no I think she was quite like a small account so maybe it hadn't spread as much and it was a while ago that I found it yeah, so yeah. For me, some of the most important bits is once you've got like your tunnels, your hides, um, you know, your cork logs, all mm-hmm. of that in. I I always add the branches or like the vine, just vine branches, I guess they're called, like whatever type of like branches. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> whatever types of, I suppose, wood logs or anything that you have, I always put those in after I've done all the hides and stuff because I sometimes find that because of all the different angles, you'll get bits that might rest on top. of like different areas and so with those I always think they do make the enclosure look more natural I almost try and place them in ways that maybe so it doesn't just sit alone maybe it does overlap something just I think a big thing is don't be afraid to just try things out you might not think it'll work there but just give it a try like don't be afraid to put things like close together or overlapping that's one big thing that really helped me especially with branches and I learned that tip from my my friend Amy from Hamster Fredster. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you know her. And I think she got that from Five Little Hams. So it also <laughs> is everyone learns from everyone. That's the amazing thing.
0: Yeah, that's one of the cool things about this community is that. Yeah, definitely. You know, you sh- if you know a good tip, you share it. And exactly. I love seeing that all the time where you know, people that I follow, they share other people's stuff that they follow mm. and is good tips. 100%. And I'm like, I need to do start doing that, like share it to the people yeah. that are on my, my account, you know, I love lifting other accounts up and, and helping them grow and all of that. So
1: yeah, it's always nice to find new people as well, to spread more awareness. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Or just different tips too. like you named like exactly. four different accounts that had Four yeah. great tips that some people, you know, just if you don't follow that account, you don't exactly. know. So, And I think
1: I almost maybe didn't even realize it until now when I just said, oh, I learned that from this person and that from this person. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy how many different people yeah. learn different things and just spread it.
1: Yeah. And I think that the sort of tip came in just almost trying to make the enclosure look more... I suppose like 3D is how I maybe describe it rather than it all being on one level I suppose and being oh, flatter yeah yeah, yeah. Trying yeah to just layer more
0: dimension yeah mm. exactly
1: <laughs> so then once the branches and everything are done this is my favorite part is the forage and the sprays I always do that last once everything else is in and I find so much they just make the enclosure mm-hmm. sometimes I'm not happy with it and I think oh it'll do for now I've been working on it for ages And I put the sprays and forage in and it just, it really brings it together. And I think, oh, okay, I'm happy with it now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know people like underestimate how much sprays and forage can just bring a setup together. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that they're like one of my biggest things that I say to people, like definitely add those because they look great and they're good for enrichment too.
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. it's like a natural boredom breaker for your hands. Oh, exactly.
1: You yeah. Know? I love them. Yeah. I love them so much. And I, maybe another thing that I would say is don't underestimate the amount of forage to put in like again this is something else that I've learned from someone else <laughs> I want to say is it Liz and Zach oh she yeah has, yeah, like, yeah the really yeah. cute dwarves <laughs> yes yeah I saw her and she just put like loads of forage in and I always thought I put a lot in but when I was like she was showing how she put it in and I, I said oh my gosh like I need to put more in and so now I've started adding more and a lot of it's gone by the morning anyway but yeah like don't underestimate the amount of sprays and forage you can put in
0: <laughs> yeah exactly I found your account not that long ago and like your setups are just amazing and that's why I wanted Thank to you. have you on to talk about them because yeah I really appreciate like, that wow this is so cool like <laughs> how you know I'm one of those people that's you know I started out with just kind of more basic stuff and then yeah You know, as time has developed, I've incorporated different things and trying with Linka right now to make a more like natural enclosure for her. Yeah. For Petra, it was kind of like a little bit, but like not as much. Yeah. And I was developing throughout her lifespan And I feel kind of bad Because I'm yeah. like, Linka's ranking all the benefits from Petra But that's just how it goes You learn and yeah. and grow and care
1: Same with me Because Luna's my first ever hamster And she started off like with not very good care, to be honest Yeah <laughs> So we've sort of learned through her And Rocky started off with good care Almost because of Luna, in yeah. a way <laughs> But I think it's, that's the thing, isn't it? We're doing the best that we can as we learn So mm-hmm. that's what counts
0: Yeah, exactly you just taking one step at a time is how Definitely. some people you know do things and other people they can completely change their entire setup and have all the means to do that but if you don't have the means to do that just take one step and grow from there
1: i think maybe it's important to say just because i have a natural setup that doesn't mean that you have to have a natural setup to have good care it's just oh, that's yeah. my my personal preference i just like the way they look but realistically as long as your hamster has enough enrichment then They're not going to know if it's natural or not.
0: (laughs) Of course, yeah. And, you know, your hamster, one of the other accounts that I... Shared something that they wrote in About their setups and things that they did Oh yeah Uh, Tips for that They were like Your hamster's not going to know the difference Between a gnome and a rock It's just an obstacle for them to like move around So if you want to do something fun with it Do something fun with Mm. it
1: Like I recently put some ceramic mushrooms In Luna's home And that's not for her She doesn't know it's a mushroom
0: (laughs) Exactly It looks cute It adds to the aesthetic of it Uh,
1: I like them Exactly I'm not really taking any room away from her obviously if you put too many in you would but just a couple you know Yeah, you can have some fun with them
0: <laughs> exactly yeah and I mean it, it's definitely up to the person as long as you're putting stuff that's safe mm. for your hamster in their enclosure 100% have fun with it do
1: what you want yeah.
0: that makes you happy and makes your hamster happy
1: exactly and that's the most important
0: exactly just like with Petra I had kind of more of fun colours and different things mm. she had a pink hide yeah. she had different coloured yeah. things in her enclosure and then now with Linka I want it to be more of like a natural looking definitely just to kind of switch it up so
1: yeah and why not I do love a pop of color every here every now and then
0: <laughs> yeah like your little what are they the the plant they look like oh the cactus
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah Rocky's got
0: <laughs> yeah your little cat I couldn't think of the word cactus yeah. for some reason I don't know why <laughs> but yeah the little cactus ceramic things that you have
1: I love those yeah, and I know quite a few people have those actually because they're from IKEA. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love those, like just the green, it's really nice.
0: Yeah, it just adds to the naturalness, but it's still a pop of color, like you exactly. were saying. Exactly, yeah. Um, and that's one of the good things too about herbs um, mm. and putting different flowers and stuff, just sprinkling them around because it adds a pop of color in there and it's super pretty, like just adding that in there for sure. It does.
1: I love those.
0: you have so many great tips about setting up enclosures thank you you so much for coming on and talking about this thank you for having me of course do you want to talk a little bit about your hamsters your current hamsters you have right now tell a story or anything like that about them
1: do you know what I don't know I was trying to think (laughs) of some good stories that I have I don't even feel like I really have any
0: what you're the first well
1: What sort of stories would you would you any be after?
0: any type of story that you want to share? I mean, you don't ha- you don't have to if you can't think of one off, off the top. I could of your
1: share schedule. a story about Rocky that doesn't. It's not a good story, <laughs> and it probably won't make me look like a very good owner. But I suppose hey, it's, we're in all a way... learning
0: and growing. <laughs> We've <laughs> talked about can... my mistakes on this exactly. on this podcast, and somebody else will learn from your mistakes that's the way I see it is I'm not yeah
1: and that's what I was thinking like the way yeah. I could share it
0: yeah I'm not trying to shame people or anything like oh my that. gosh
1: no of course so not.
0: I I want everybody to learn from other people's mistakes because yeah you know I've made mistakes in the past and there were times I looked on Instagram I'm like oh my gosh like I did that like I need to like bury my head in the sand oh yeah and then it's just like no like it's okay you shouldn't
1: feel like that yeah
0: I learned and growed from that like yeah and you're not the only one in this community that's like that so sharing those experiences and (laughs) preventing somebody else from having that mistake or making that mistake very true education is most important that's what I was hoping
1: it would do (laughs) It was around the time like we first had Rocky, so we were going through the whole taming process, and mm-hmm. I don't know you. Prob- I don't know if you'll know because obviously like, you're a more recent follower. But yeah. Rocky is—he's not tame. He does not like being picked up. He doesn't like hands near him unless they're feeding him food, and that's it. Okay.
0: How long have you had Rocky?
1: In a couple of months, it'll be a year. Oh my Um, gosh. (laughs) So yeah, a while now. But so he was a rescue and he was housed with his brother and they were fighting. So we had to split them up Mm -hmm. quite soon after we got them. And I don't know if something happened in his past that made him not like hands or anything, but yeah, he's just, he's not tame. So obviously at this point, we didn't, I didn't know that he could, I suppose, well, he maybe he can be tamed, but I've decided that he's happier not being
0: tamed. Yeah, I mean, every hamster is different. Yeah, exactly. Some hamsters don't even like to come out when they're humans awake. Exactly. <laughs> so and it just depends, yeah.
1: I do think I have, like, connections with Rocky in other ways. Like, he's very responsive to my voice. Like, if I call him, he comes out, whereas Luna, she'll ignore like, me. <laughs> um oh. <laughs> Little things like that. I could still do health checks fine and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy with him not being tame. The story goes back to the start when I didn't know that he would bite lots, I suppose. (laughs) Oh no! Yeah, so I was trying to tame him, and I thought like, oh, we're making progress. Like he was letting me stroke him whilst he ate things, and I was trying to let him eat something off my hand, and he obviously he went to bite my hand, and I so quickly tried to move my hand away, which Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have done because Rocky was oh god, it sounds so awful. Rocky was actually because he was so light, being a little dwarf, he was actually on my hand, and I literally because I moved so fast, I pulled him out of the cage. With, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. It's so It sounds so bad when I say it. Luckily, yeah. his cage was, there was like a level below it, like a desk. So uh-huh. I was so lucky. He literally, he didn't even fall all the way to the floor. He just landed on the desk. So in, it was only really, I think, like oh, a couple of inches, which was so lucky. But obviously, yeah. had that not been there, he could have fallen on the floor and then ran away. Like, mm-hmm. anything could have happened. And luckily, he was fine after. And I managed to move him safely back into his cage. But I learned from that experience that even if your hamster bites, like, you, do not pull your hand away.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like you need to stay calm, which is the hardest exactly. thing to do, you know. So hard. Like, oh, gosh, I'm going to get harmed. I'm going to get harmed. This is going to hurt. Yeah. But you have to think that's... Just got to stay calm, which is so difficult. It's way easier yeah. said than done, for sure. So much
1: easier said than done. But I think that really taught me to, and also even if I want to move my hand away, like to do it more slowly, because mm-hmm. I think the process of sudden like movements like probably scared him and that probably didn't help.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, that too. It The whole
1: process. But yeah, and I've had a fair few hands to bite since then. <laughs> oh gosh. And I've recovered. So, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it happens for sure. So, yeah,
1: but I suppose I, anyone looking from the outside might think, oh my gosh, that's such an awful thing to happen. But like you say, I guess like I've shared it now. It's about learning. Rocky has survived. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah so now, you know, somebody else can learn or if they're still like in that process and a little bit concerned, yeah. just make sure that you have your hand kind of more down in their enclosure. So Definitely. if they, they try to bite you and you freak out, you're not possibly dropping them for, for further down.
1: Yeah. 100%. And if that happened to you, like, you're not a bad owner.
0: (laughs) Exactly. We all make mistakes for all learning and growing. Mm -hmm. And thank you for sharing that because it definitely will help other people in their taming process for sure. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Do you have anything else
1: you want to add? I guess just like my top tip from setting up is just like, don't be afraid to to try something new. (laughs) Experiment. I like it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I definitely like it. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me this morning for me, but evening for you. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed that collaboration. Thank you again, Ellie, for going so in depth with these amazing tips on how to set up your hamster's enclosure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you guys ever want to be featured on this podcast, send me a message. Let me know on Petra the Hamster on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys and I love having you guys on this podcast with me. It is what this podcast is about. So yeah, anyway, if you want to be featured, let me know. Okay, so let's get into Holly's hamster tip of the week this week. I am doing something a little bit different. My tip of the week is going to be a boredom breaker because I got a recent voice message on Anchor. So thank you so much to the person that sent me that voice message. That was super awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It made my day. Honestly, it did. So they asked for more boredom breakers. So this one is for you. (laughs) The boredom breaker that I wanted to list for Holly's hamster tip of the week is... I will send or show a picture on Instagram because it's kind of hard to explain via podcast. But I've seen like these little terracotta pots that you hang from the top of your hamster's enclosure and you put treats and stuff in there and they have to kind of mess around with it to get the treats inside. It's a super fun boredom breaker. I am going to be purchasing one for Linka. I haven't actually gotten it yet, but I'm planning to get one for her. You can also get kebabs. They hang from the top of your hamster's enclosure and you can put different types of fruits and vegetables, obviously ones that are safe for hamsters, and your hamster will enjoy having to work a little bit for their special treat. So yes, that is my Holly's Hamster Tip of the Week. This week is a couple different border breakers for you. All right. So I have a collaboration right in this week for you guys. It is from Bumble underscore B Hamster. Thank you so much for riding in to the happy hamster corner. I love hearing you guys's stories and tips and tricks on here. So thank you so much. And they said, hello, My name is Brianna and I have a long-haired Syrian hamster. I do have a few things I want to share. I've learned a lot about hamsters through the internet and proper care and do's and don'ts when it comes to hamsters. But if anyone is interested in buying a hamster, here are some things that I learned. First, I had to learn to be patient when it comes to taming your hamster. In the past, my hamsters were already tamed, so it took time, and effort. And even searching tips is a great way to tame your hamster. Second, some hamsters don't love human interaction, but once again, you have to be patient. They might open up to you, but before they do, they have to gain trust in you. That's all I mainly have to share. Hamsters are amazing pets and creatures when you get to know more about them. Owning a hamster means putting in effort and realizing that they are not toys. Thank you so much and I hope you learned some stuff. Thank you, Linka, and I love your Instagram account. Thank you so much. (laughs) That was such a great little tip. Definitely do your research for sure and hamsters are not toys. Thank you so much for sharing this. Okay, so that wraps up another episode of the Happy Hamster Corner. I wanted to let you guys know that the end of this month, I will officially have merch for sale for this podcast. I'm just going to be doing it on the side for right now. So if you want a mug or a tumbler cup or water bottle that has the Happy Hamster Corner logo on it, go ahead and send me a message. But I will be announcing that on the 30th of this month. So I'm super, super excited for you guys to be able to have Happy Hamster Corner merch. This is super exciting. i do didn't think this was gonna be possible, but it is definitely coming along. So I'm super excited. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, share it with a friend, like it, subscribe, all that jazz. Follow me on Petra the Hamster on Instagram for updates on this podcast. If you ever want to be featured, go ahead and send me a message. And I am so freaking excited for another episode to be out there you guys are freaking amazing Thank you so much to everybody out there in the hamster community. You guys are so freaking awesome. And I will see you all next week for another episode of the Happy Hamster Corner. I release new episodes every single Friday. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your Friday. It is the best day of the week, in my opinion, but that's just me. Anyway, have a good day. And of course, as always, have a happy one, guys.